Level check one, two. Mine looks good. How about you? Mine is great. All right. Your levels look good. Good. Welcome back. Welcome back to you, Jake. It's been a hot minute. It's been a while. You've had a lot going on. There's been weddings and lots of things going on. Yeah. But um, wedding, that was like four hours of, <laughs> of the last few weeks. But, but we did travel for it. Yeah, no, it's been it's been one of the busiest seasons of my life, mm-hmm. and I've been getting thumped on in the message boards for mm-hmm. kind of a lack of communication from the from the parent company side. But uh, yeah, it's it's been busy. It's four yeah. twenties coming up too. Not to make this all about cannabis out of the gates, but that's you know the the biggest industry holiday. So our partners are getting crushed with orders right now. We're trying to keep up with inventory and supplies. I mean, <clears throat> it's been fun. I can't believe how many plates you have spinning at one time i can barely remember it when you tell me yeah and i'm moving just slower and slower each day (laughs) (laughs) that's all right things are getting close we're back we are back we're back at it so yeah we've got we've been working the the guest list pretty pretty heavily i think that's going to be something you'll see more often in the show is kind of trying to get to an every other rotation where we've got a guest on and we just do the two of us and you know we we trash talk that guest and do (laughs) (laughs) No, but um, yeah, I'm excited about some of the people we have coming on. A couple, yeah, couple folks with podcasts a lot bigger than ours, and, and yeah, and I, I've been able to kind of connect to a lot of people in the influencer industry, women that are doing different stuff than me that I really respect and am excited to learn from. So we'll have some some fun guests on pretty soon. Yeah, it'll be entertaining. Yeah. So this week, this week we're focusing on relationships how to put boundaries around them to kind of get the most out of them as mm-hmm. well as kind of building kind of your our, our, our personal stock of kind of go-to folks that you use in your life, which we are kind of stealing from Seven Decisions. Mm-hmm. By Andy Andrews, that book. I feel like about a year or so ago, we both used that to kind of take stock of just where we're at, but relationships was a huge part of that. And um, something that, I've always really appreciated about you when I first met you was that you've had important, impactful friendships and mentorships and everything in your life. And that's always something that I've really valued in mine. So yeah, I've always found myself like more comfortable with older people and even like elderly people. Like yeah. I, I would sit up with my great grandmother all the time and, and stay up till the wee hours in central Oregon. And we could not have been more different in our lives. You know, she never mm-hmm. left a farm in her entire life, but I would just sit and be fascinated with her. Yeah. Well, people have the best stories. They really do. They really, and they know stuff. They just know yeah, stuff. They also don't know a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, I think now, especially with the way it's tough, the world, yeah, yeah everything changes so fast. And yeah. it, we all have those great grandparents who are, you know, you're always half afraid of what they're going to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Try to keep some, some ground rules about areas you just don't even talk about. But yeah, uh, no, but more, more specifically, it's, I think the idea is born around the seven decisions and this idea that you have a personal board of directors. Mm-hmm. And that resonated with me because I deal with a board of directors and I've been on a couple of boards and it's this interesting dynamic and you, you sit down at a table and you kind of know who's, specialty and skill set plays into whatever project you're trying to do, or you can bring in different advisory board members mm-hmm. that have a, a unique skill set. And so that resonated with me and and forcing myself to look at like my friends, personal relationships, work relationships, yeah. family relationships, and take stock of all of those and determine like, 
who is it that's 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 helping me finish projects and and more importantly like move my life in the direction that I'm trying to go in and and how do we and kind of highlight those people and I think your your board of directors changes or at least your advisors change from mm-hmm. time to time and I think each each one has a different role because mm-hmm. where we want someone to push us professionally it's also important to have people that tell you the truth and can be very honest with you yeah. And say, hey, I don't think you're being your best self right now. Like, w- kind of what's going on? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I think it seems kind of mean at first when I first started the exercise because it really you like take stock of who's in your life and kind of where they fit. And as you get older, as your life changes, so do your priorities. And so it, it did feel kind of like a mean exercise at first, but one that I value so much because I was able to make room for the people in my life that I felt like I needed to. Well, I don't think it's about, I wasn't, didn't feel to me like about like cutting anyone out. It was just having right. a more honest and, and clear understanding of like what our relationship boundaries are and where we help each other. And so like by not depending on someone who doesn't have the, the, the time or effort to be like that person in my life, like mm-hmm. it, it just, it was a great exercise of recognizing who you go to in certain scenarios. And it doesn't mean you don't talk to other friends. Um, <clears throat> where I think it's the hardest is once you take stock of those folks is putting boundaries around the people that not, not necessarily that weren't in your board of directors and but for me, most important, like family. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a reevaluation of, you know, who's contributing, who understands, who's who's actively trying to participate with me, who am I letting down on my end, and putting all of those in perspective and realizing that that's perfectly fine, that you don't have your your key family members in your board of directors for mm-hmm. a million different reasons. Well, I think a lot, a lot of times, even as adults or friends that I talk to, like we get stuck in the, well, they're my blank so i have to mm. blank and it's I like i hate that yeah and it's and it's but it's affecting you and your life like you can that's not you know past the age of 21 i mean i'm a huge believer you know respecting your family members blah 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 <laughs> but there blah, comes blah, blah. there comes a point when you have to recognize when it's someone else's problem and when it's affecting your personal life so i that's just been something where i've had to tell friends like Hey, you've talked about this last time that we were together and you still seem really angry about it. And you're allowing that person to control your emotions around this. Like, why are you doing that? You got to let go. It's, but it's also not something, I think part of it is like taking the steps to realize like, what do I want to do and setting your own goals first mm-hmm. and then figuring out. Cause that's, that's one thing is if you're, if you're somebody who changes your mind all the time or you're all about fitness one week and people are trying to help you and, and be supportive in that. And then a couple weeks later, somebody makes mention of, of whether or not you should, you know, Oh, I thought you weren't eating that kind of stuff. And now they're the asshole because you're not on your fitness kick anymore. And right. if, you're, if you're constantly changing, I think it's really hard for your board of directors to give you advice. It'd be like sitting at a boardroom and saying, you know, we're going to launch these three products tomorrow. And then 15 minutes later, you're saying, ah, we've dropped those last three. You know, and like if you're mm-hmm. always moving the target around, I don't even think people can help you. So it, right. it really does kind of start with your relationship with yourself. And I have a thing that I've always done, <clears throat> which is when I'm brushing my teeth at night, like I look at myself and I just ask a couple of questions, say, how do you feel about the day? 
you know, did you do anything that you're proud of? Did you do anything you're not proud of? And and that's just this time when like, you know, you're going to spend two and a half, three minutes sitting there staring in the mirror while you're brushing your teeth. Like I use that time to just take stock on the day. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of like what you do in the morning when you start with coffee and yeah. uh, almost religiously, she lays out all these books and has her <laughs> pens and, and, and a coffee's my there. My gratitude, my prayers and my to do, accept my intentions for the day and for the week. So getting harder to get those done nowadays, but yeah. yeah, but I think it's some mental attitude and kind of being intentional with your thoughts and especially with your relationships has something that for me the last year has kind of totally changed my approach to productivity, to what I want in life. And it, I was like, oh, this is way easier as opposed to me waiting for something to happen. I'm like, what, what do I want to get out of this? What do I want to accomplish? What kind of friend do I want to be? When is it important to push something aside and be there for somebody? And kind of evaluating all of that has kind of been a game changer for me. And evaluating just those relationships and how much time and effort you give them. Yeah. So I guess what's a piece of advice from either from the Seven Decisions book or your own experience of doing it? Like what's something that you either wish you would have done earlier or or still haven't implemented? Because I have... I'm asking you because you have an answer. I, I have already. a little bit of an answer. Yeah, uh, you answer first. I think actually finishing the exercise, like yeah. actually picking the the five to six people that really do it. Because I, I, what I'll do is is say, oh, those three people, yes, that. And when I'm on a specific project, I can see them and 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 envision them, and I know to reach out to them if I if I want advice on something or if I'm feeling a little bit of a roadblock. Mm-hmm. But it's not having the other four established doesn't – I don't have a full full toolbox yeah. when I go into it. And I think I, I – th- partly because I've spent so much time and energy and effort on like the work stuff where I do know the board of directors and I do know who those people are. But on the it's on the personal side and mm-hmm. it's with like hobbies and – and and things like that where having that group kind of rounded out and knowing who's who's like in my toolkit yeah. is something that I need to do and it's I, every time I get close I'm like yep oh, kind of rounded out what I'm doing for this mm-hmm. and then and I don't think about those other two or three slots well and I see that in you especially now with where the company is and where you want it to go I understand this is like more of a it's a a, a place you're not going to be in forever but you're, I feel like you're really good at prioritizing your immediate family over work, but every other minute you're like, because you love it and you want to be working. Yeah. But I'm like, hey, what about this side of you? And what about addressing kind of more... But that's kind of what this is. For me, this is why it's a good exercise for us. I don't think you and I have a problem like connecting and staying in touch. I think there are times where, yeah, you're like, uh, (laughs) you're on like hour 17 today. Mm -hmm. Well, and even, even with... Like like fitness is so funny to me because you'll like that's where we're so different where you'll work your ass off on a project and like push your body to extreme for three days in a row and, and then, then not do anything months. where I'm like I'll go push it in the gym but I don't want to like garden and carry things <laughs> yeah you're like what <laughs> anyways uh, we could just go back and forth on our weaknesses a lot but um, that's something that I see. And you or you don't necessarily prioritize things even like your personal health or um, like eating. Yeah. Yeah. Eating at all. Yeah. Yeah. You'll just work and not eat. And I'm like, hey, maybe you wouldn't be as upset about this thing if you maybe had breakfast or lunch. Like, let's talk about addressing those immediate needs. But I think 
where people have probably the the hardest time, and I'm I'm not talking about anyone specifically, but it is in relationships, like young relationships. It is really really hard to stay in contact with your quote unquote board of directors or or the the people that are that that make you the happiest. Like, of course, in a new relationship, you're going to get a lot of their attention. It's kind of peeling back from that and keeping you know pieces of yourself. And mm-hmm. I I don't know. I I I'm not. I'm a, I always get nervous when I see someone like either complaining a lot about their significant other on social media or praising the hell like, out of the, their significant other where it's yeah. like, this is not about that other person. This is your insecurities, like your need to, to show the world something. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. And like, and I'm not saying like, obviously on your anniversary, like you go on a trip, right. it's a beautiful but sunset. It's the I couples get it. that every, every day, like Man. my love. And it, it seems very like, Trying to prove something, or if or, you don't see the other person ever doing that in return, it, yeah. it's almost like it's it's like dancing for us. Like you, you just freaking love it, and I <laughs> it makes me so nervous that I hate it. And it's like the more you do it, the less likely I want to go out there after you just did that whole scene. Like you know, I'm gonna go out and just kind of two step shimmy side to side, I love and I'm your like, how did? Two-step. Oh gosh. Yeah, no, I I agree. It's it's the high school relationship where you have to hold hands and sit, you know, on each other to be like, look, yeah. we're dating. Do you see we're dating? I have friends that are like in their forties that are still yeah. having this, you know. I always think if you have to proclaim it over and over again, there there's a reason. Like yeah. you could just be it. It's like the people that say, "I'm very confident." I don't necessarily think it's a problem with the relationship as much as it's just like something that that person needs to address a, a little bit. And I think we're probably like taking it way too far. I'm not trying to like mm-hmm. say that they're broken or there's there's issues with their relationship. It just seems like I guess calm down. Yeah, <laughs> calm down. Are you are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> so to actually answer your question that you asked me oh, about what you would what you would do differently. Yeah, I think. I, I don't know. I'm having a hard time with this one because I want to say professionally put more people in my life, but I think I was so focused on music before that I, I sought out a lot of music professionals that weren't necessarily in my genre or like could, so couldn't could really be using do using that word professional very loosely. Yeah, even. yeah. And so I think I think I wasn't as focused on specifically where I want to go. But I think that's what the exercise forces you to totally. do is go, oh, wait a minute. I always thought this person had it so together. Yep. And if I'm and if you're being selective about who you're going to use as a resource, mm-hmm. and this is like putting your your life on an island and looking at your goals and saying, what is the person yeah. that helps me get to this and to this? And, and like I said before, it doesn't mean anyone's better or worse. But mm-hmm. when you identify like, oh, that was the person I was relying on to help me do my artwork for my, for my you know, album covers mm-hmm. wow they're terrible <laughs> you know <laughs> well and and i was just i wanted this really generic thing and i didn't it, it's like listening to gary v and things like that where he said and when people ask me for help now with their music career i was like well what do you want to do what kind of do you want to be an artist do you want to be a writer like what are you doing right now and they like when they're not specific i i don't know how to help them. So I feel like I was going around all these people being like, help me, help me, help me. And they're like, what are you doing? So yeah. I think taking responsibility, even though that was my biggest complaint, we've talked about this before on the podcast, but just not knowing what specifically what steps to take. But I think reevaluating that sooner and having really specific goals would help me identify the people that I needed to actually be asking yeah. for help. Now more baby stuff, mom stuff, parenting stuff, things that I 
didn't care to know about, you know, five, six years ago. But I think you being on my board of directors has has changed my perspective and helped me professionally a lot. And I think that's really important in romantic relationships to say, hey, is this someone that can can inspire me, can help me achieve my dreams? Can I help them achieve theirs? Like, I just, I never wanted marriage to be boring or dull or feel, feel like it was taking away from my life. And I feel like you came along um, and kind of merged into it so easily and made it better. And I've, you know, I know we both have had long friendships forever, but that's another type of relationship I think is so important to cultivate, especially as we get older. But seeing, okay, I have amazing friends in my life that I value. If I'm dating somebody, are they take like what you were talking about? Are they taking me out of that situation? Are they making this kind of separate life or are they coming in and joining it? And it was when I realized like, oh, it's more fun. It's better when Jake is here that I was like, okay, I, I could get, I could get behind this. But I think even as we get older, it's, it's necessary to continue to grow those friendships because there are things that your significant other just can't yeah. give to you and they shouldn't be your all and everything, you know, yeah, you're pretty close. A, well, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, I just rambled about all that. I, I love talking about relationships as I just I'm of such a people person and I really get a lot out of different types of relationships. That's why I loved I loved I still do love teaching um, because I've had so many people that have made such a huge impact. I think that's why you want to go into coaching sometime soon ish, you know, and all with all your free time. Yeah, like seven years. Mm-hmm. But no. to be able to give back once whatever knowledge and wisdom we're getting from other people who are, I want a mentor and a mentee, you know, to make it complete. Well, you do, you do an excellent job of staying in contact with your friends. You, your whole group, like you guys schedule stuff and Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm lucky I work with a lot of mine or, or have them in close proximity to the businesses. So that is really helpful. Um, and then over the years, a lot of them have either, you know, joined in on ancillary businesses or, mm-hmm. or been around long enough. And now a lot of them are shareholders. So we've, we've got this kind of accumulation <laughs> of like my favorite people are, are just kind of built into my life at this point, which is, you know, like exactly what I would want it to be. And even this podcast has opened up, you know, friendships and yeah. a lot of people have come out of the woodwork and even significant others of like my old college roommates saying, man, it's so fun to get a peek into your life and like get to keep going down that track. And I think even if it was only those 20 people that were actively engaged, it's still, a, it's a, it's a great resource to keep those relationships kind of thriving. And mm-hmm. um, no, it's this, this whole process has been really, really cool. And this podcast is a result of, of those of the seven decisions and putting together that board of directors and and kind of giving a platform where we can help people out mm-hmm. and um, creating a community. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like that was a big goal, even for our wedding. Like our main focus was how do we celebrate the people that are in our community and thank them for being a part of our lives because those people are what makes our our life so much more full. And I think as we get older and you have young kids gets harder and harder to prioritize those friendships and relationships and keep that community tight. But I, I think if you value it and you put the effort and intention into keeping that, it'll make ultimately your life, your kid's life that much better. So moving forward, mm-hmm. I know we still have a little bit of work to do on our end with building our, our full... Like filling out the board of directors. Filling yeah. out the board of directors. So what are some action steps that people can start with 
to kind of evaluate the people in their lives and try to get their own board of directors. I started with like with the people that I was around the most and just asked myself what my expectations of them are because that's as much of the problem as, you know, it's not about somebody who can't fulfill the needs that you have and they aren't a good friend to you. I've said that a couple times, but it really comes down to what do you want from th- these people and what are you giving to them and just framing in what your expectations are and what you have to give to the relationship and what your goals are. Mm-hmm. And I, I just feel like as soon as I started to do that, that's why two or three people would come into focus because I'd be working on a certain goal set or objective over the next six months. And I could pin two or three people that fit right in. It's identifying the the other people, but I start with the people that are around me the most. So I did it at work with kind of key personnel and 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 I, the things I was running into issues with or why doesn't this get done when I put it on someone's desk? And it's like, obviously that's not their skill set. It's not a fireable offense. It's nothing. It's actually bad leadership on my part by not recognizing that that's not in their, their skill set. I mean, obviously that has limits. Yeah. But for me to be able to kind of focus on <clears throat> the goals and objectives that I have, a lot of it started at work, looking at the people that I was around a lot. Obviously, you and Carter, already, you know, their spots are already sealed in there. But um, family is the hardest one. I mean, if I was going to give a piece of advice, like that's the one I think you need to be the harshest. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not anything to do. It has nothing to do with love or respect. It's about l- literally asking yourself, like, is your dad the best fit for you. And when you really step back and look at it and go, wow, he's really pessimistic. He, you know, he never, you know, you can, you can pick all these things out and say, that doesn't mean you love them any less, Mm -hmm. but is this really the person I should call and ask? Right. And be spending a majority of my time with. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's just putting framework around that and saying, wow, I have been over investing my time in this particular person with this expectation and the sadness or any disappointment that comes from not getting that is actually kind of your own fault. So like taking stock of what you're trying to do, taking stock of the people that are around you the most, I think is a great place to start. Um, Obviously, you know, yourself. Mm hmm. That's yeah. the, that's at the, that's the toothbrush at the, at the end of the night, like evaluating things from the day before and what you're hoping to do the next day. Um, I don't feel like an expert on this. Most of the topics we've touched on, I have some like I almost feel like a commanding control of those areas. Mm-hmm. I think you're better at at managing relationships and maintaining your relationships. I think you're you're softer on people like the, your edges aren't <laughs> your angry isn't isn't mm-hmm. over the top and you, you just have you have higher expectations for people. I, I get think. disappointed in people yes. very quickly. I, I never I, like I don't turn my back on them. I don't right. shift. In fact, I think I stay. I, I let it be my problem more than it should. Um, but yeah, I definitely have, I have high expectations. I want everybody to strive to do better and more and be more efficient mm-hmm. on well, and that bring, every level. That brings me to my next point of what I think is important when thinking through evaluating your board of directors is like-mindedness. And I think that's been something that's been difficult for me to let go of people that maybe aren't as ambitious and they they don't want to be. So yeah. why would I get frustrated with them for not wanting more when they're completely content with their life and understanding, okay, cool. They love that. That's where they want to live. Awesome. Great. Now, who are people that I value, you know, ambition? I want to continue to grow and continue to push myself. Who are those people that are doing that more so than I am? And what can I learn from them? And how do I incorporate them into my life? And kind of letting go of those 
why don't you want to? And it's, like, well, it's, it's judgments and assumptions. It's, yeah. it's just, it's, it's a target that they are not even trying to throw a right. dart at. And you're wondering, well, you can't even hit this giant, <laughs> giant like, board here. Yeah, I'm not you. I don't want to. I'm I don't, like, I don't oh. even want to throw it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's been something that I've learned is, okay, I, I need to find, um, especially as I entered into the more of the influencer realm and worked on social media, it's who the, who are those people that I can learn from and um, like-minded goals. And I had to kind of search that out a little bit, which is why I'm grateful for social media and the community that's on there. Because when you do engage, you do meet a lot of people that are very like-minded and that want to connect and want to engage. And- well, and I'm not trying to say that we're, 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 our goals are so lofty that no one can compare, but it does get harder the more you strive. If you're a bodybuilder and you set out to be, you know, at, to win the Emerald Cup and get your pro card, like it's going to be very hard for your immediate circle mm-hmm. to be able to fill your board of directors if that's your goal. You're right. And it's, you it's, can't work out with the person that's going to bail on Tuesday morning because they're right. out too late. But also you're, you're doing such a specific specific lofty like laser focused goal that there aren't going to be that many people that 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 you can lean on that are going to help you um at least in that particular field so figuring out what rounds you out as a person Mm -hmm. and i I think for me that happens professionally from the standpoint of like my expectation that lawyers would know certain things when these are changing regulations in a state that we're not even operating in so you know florida for example like me getting frustrated the other day with an attorney we're working with out, out of florida wanting to know why we don't have this specific contract put in place or at least a draft you know and and it's like you know you're operating outside of my professional experience so i don't know who to call other than you right so that's why it's not done and that's Mm -hmm. why you're struggling with this is because i really need you to do it and i'll tell you legally whether or not it holds water yeah and and that's happened over and over but from cpas to lawyers that happens across the board and going oh yeah i'm trying to break new ground here and i think that's one of the things that i think i'm a little little sensitive to the some of the folks you know i'm getting screenshots of people on the message boards kind of trash talking Mm -hmm. things and and i think what's hard is 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 having such a deep knowledge of the space, but also a lot of a very high risk threshold. So with like these other states that are coming on, I think there's a lot of folks who are just kind of wondering, well, why haven't they just done that? And they don't realize how difficult every single step of the space that I'm in is. And there aren't people to just pick up the phone. A, a new a new state adds medical and you'd love to branch into that. You know, there aren't that very many, there aren't very many professionals that actually know the rules yet because most of them haven't been put in place. Right. So I think it's it's uh, it's when you strive for something great and you're really pushing, more often than not, you're going to become the authority on that subject before too long, and and that can feel a little bit lonely. So that's where you know turning. And I'm not saying like so great. It's it's just that you know I don't know anyone else that's done the things I'm. Doing. I don't know anyone that's doing the same like ratio of things that you're doing either Mm -hmm. and i think our family looks at it and says oh that's neat i see your videos you put together like we have made hundreds of videos over the last couple of years and really really worked at everything we're doing that's on top of all of the professional stuff and the personal stuff we're doing and so the our we have taken on a workload that's to try and build an empire and it's Mm -hmm. my businesses and your businesses all kind of torpedoed into one big grand master plan and it is very hard effing work and it's hard to explain yeah no, i'm having a hard time right now yeah. yeah and just like the elevator pitch is is hard to explain and i was meeting with some people i haven't seen in a while today and 
try and explain to them what I'm doing. And it's especially if you don't understand a lot of the social media realm and how powerful it is, it's it's really hard to explain to people. It just seems like you like taking videos of yourself yeah, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this question. Who have you learned from the most professionally? Mm, I have a couple people I'm not going to mention. But it's because of partnerships that went sideways with with big big companies. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned a lot about things that I think one of the things I've learned is in that moment years ago being very angry at people for not getting things done as fast as I wanted them to or deals not going the way that I wanted. And now being somewhat in their shoes and having some deals fall through and deal with people that I really liked and really hoped and still hope to have on the team. Mm-hmm. Um learning that there there are some things like everything takes longer everything's a little harder and when you're when you're on uh, kind of the the smaller of the two exchanges you expect like we're ready we're good to go why isn't this done and i remember thinking like they cannot be serious they they cannot be serious they're not professional this would be done a long time ago if they would give us their attention not knowing they might have had 7000 other things going on at the same time right so i think for me is is having the courage to say the person I was last year, I'm embarrassed at what they didn't know, and I'm proud to know what I know today. But I also have the 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 wherewithal to know that next year I'll be saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's you is what, is what your answer is? Oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I feel like I, that, that comes – man, that might be – maybe I'm super selfish. <laughs> no, no, I just I, – I think – it's what you've always told me, like nobody has the magic key. Nobody has the magic answer, especially when you're trying to do something that that you know not a lot of people have done, especially in your industry, especially in your space. Like it hasn't been done. But I think in life too, like I, I always turn it around back to me. It's like if I'm mad at somebody, well, what is my expectation and why am I so upset? Like they do not have the ability to make me that mad. The right. lady, I needed a lady to move up today in traffic. I gave her the, the gentle beep, not the not the full horn, just the meep, the quick one. And she flipped me off. And I thought, well, I'm not going to get upset about that because <laughs> she doesn't care. And it's yeah. only going to affect me. Uh-huh. So I, I literally look at every situation and figure out, you know, what is my role in this and, and how could I prevent it next time? Well, and I, I yeah. So, yeah, I, I think do you think get, uh, you get um, it goes back to your expectations of people. You get frustrated. Like, I'm thinking this through. You get that frustrated with me. Like, yeah. why are you not thinking this through? I have thought four steps ahead. Like, what is the matter with you? <laughs> so when other people just. We don't we don't think that far ahead sometimes. Well, and that's it. Just goes back to expectations and, yeah. and figuring out what people's strengths and weaknesses are, and, and being aware of those and setting your own expectations around them. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I've I've learned I've learned a ton of stuff from you know I've been I've got a chance to work with a lot of people over the last year, mm-hmm. and Doug McDonald, somebody who we we're we come from two totally separate worlds. And we, we we care about totally separate things outside of the, the you know the overlapping parts of our our company. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that are listening, Doug was the founder and the former CEO of the publicly traded company, and he you know he's in his seventies and he's, he was he was a royal mounted police officer for mo- and, and head of the gaming commission in Alberta, I, I believe. So he has a really really staunch background in following the rules and enforcing the rules. And it's not that I don't, but I was in the cannabis industry and we were operating in the gray for a long time. You know who I who I think I've seen be a huge influence on you? I'm nervous. Is uh, Peter McKinnon and Casey uh, yeah, Neistat. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Because yeah. if you, like, I know when you first started really digging into videography and photography, it, you do your thing. We're like, well, I have to be 
a professional at this in five seconds and seeing how you've evolved and taken what they have taught you about those things and then utilizing what makes them extremely successful in their space and saying, what can I do to take elements of that into my business and well, into what we're doing? When I saw the amount of power that they they have in their message in that I know there's a connection to him from listening to podcasts and watching the videos that I know what he's about. Mm -hmm. And if you know what he's about and he talks about a product or, or an adventure that he's going on, like you just gravitate to it and you buy in because you know generally what his likes and dislikes are. And, and what he puts out is an honest representation of him and Casey of themselves all the time. And it's really hard to knock them. I mean, they have they have failures. They they have things that don't work out for them. But they 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 show it in real time. Mm -hmm. And it's this just really honest look at someone. I thought, man, if I could do that and I could connect with people in a wide audience, there are things I can talk about and establish as myself as an authority on that will lend themselves to the business practices. I don't think people realize this. The, the folks we're talking about over the course of a couple of years, they have more impressions than a Super Bowl commercial does. You know, and they're not talking. To to a general audience. They're talking to a very specific audience. The folks that would listen to this podcast are very much fit into a demographic or would, would be interested in the products and services that I know a lot about. Otherwise, I don't know why they're here. Mm -hmm. You know, So being able to, to look at that, you're right. You, you hit on a like serious hot button for me. Those are people that I don't know that have played a major role in how I market and brand the company, what I'm doing in my own personal life and what I do for a hobby to keep myself from, you know, jumping off a cliff when I get frustrated <laughs> at the office. Yeah. All right. So I don't know, again, I don't know how much of that we can use, but <laughs> I think there's some good stuff in there. Yeah. What, you know, typical soapbox from Jake. <laughs> My call to action to anyone that's still listening to these ramblings <laughs> is take five to 10 minutes. Think about the four or five people you'd call. If some emergency happened or something exciting happened to you, who's the first person you call. If you, you call, if you just got the job you wanted or you landed a gig that you were hoping for, whatever it is. And think about who you'd call and then think about their responses and then, and then kind of work through your people and, and ask yourself, like, is there somebody that I have access to that would be a perfect fit to help me not, not just celebrate in this, but now how do I prepare for it? And, and, and start thinking about those people and grab a piece of paper and kind of map them out and put yourself in the middle and, and kind of create a few different scenarios and, and start to work through, you know, your little catalog that you have. And I think you'll be surprised at some of the names that, that surface up and, mm -hmm. and end up in your board of directors. And I have some that I thought, oh, they would never could because they are wildly unreliable. Um, but knowing that, I <laughs> just put them in their category and I use them yeah. uh, as a resource doesn't for the things that, that, that make the most sense. Doesn't mean they don't add tremendous value to your life. It's yeah. just set, setting those expectations and knowing, okay, I don't go to this person for this specific thing. And mm -hmm. that is just fine. <laughs> one of my favorite things about the podcast is knowing that I'm only talking about one person and there are three that went, that son of a bitch. I know he's talking about me. <laughs> Anyway, so if, if, yeah, hopefully there's something you can pull out of this. I think there's lots of good nuggets in here. We're just, it's, a, it's, I think this is one of the most valuable things you can do is evaluating your friendships, your relationships, the purpose you have in people's lives and the purpose that they have in yours. Something so small and intentional can make such a huge difference that I think it's, it's a very valuable thing to touch on. Well, Let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs>
So we're booking out guests for the next couple episodes. And like you said before, we're going to kind of be hopping back and forth. But ultimately, we want to have people on that are inspiring to us and hopefully inspire you and to check out their content and talk about everything that influences our lives. So thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Yeah, share, like, follow, do all the things, Mm -hmm. spread the word a little bit. Let us know if you have a guest you think would be awesome to have on the show. Yep. All right, guys, we'll talk to you on the next one. All right, bye. Bye.